read the comics for Kick-Ass 2? Yes, I did. So, did that movie we saw yesterday follow things pretty closely, or no? Pretty closely. There's a few few changes that um, <clears throat> that some they just weren't in there, some that they kind of just changed the character who like would have done this Like, shifted characters thing. around. Yeah, yeah, but, like, the general plot points, like, uh, Hit yeah, Girl not Yeah, they hit, like, all the major girl. things that happened, so I'd say it's, like, 90-95%. Okay. Like, I don't know. After I watched it, like, I guess I was just kind of thinking through, like, there just wasn't, like, a clear point to the movie that I could find. Like, it was just kind of like, they're supervillains now. Seem to be, like, the one thing that's changed, but it's, like, the same, you know, we're normal people, we're trying to be superheroes, but it's really dangerous. Like, I don't know. It, like, what was the core thing behind I would the say movie? the core thing is kind of, uh... Like, what's the question? That it's kind of becoming more of a main thing. Oh, like, right? that like it's spreading... It's spreading, and then I feel um, like Hit Girl's whole like her identity thing of who this? she is was a was a pretty big thing as well. I guess so, yeah. So like Hit Girl's struggle with whether or not to continue being a super person. I yeah okay. Just I don't know. Kickass's role in the, all of that himself, like he just seemed to kind of keep doing business as usual, except right. it goes bad at some point. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. How much? How much in the comic of like Captain Stars and Stripes is there? Was it about the same? Because I was really looking forward to seeing Jim Carrey in there, and then I didn't get as much of that character as I wanted. Okay. You know? Well, d- like, don't want to get into too many spoilers. Well, I know, but like, I'm just saying, more dialogue, more background on that guy would have been cool. Like, was he in the comic a lot or no? I think it was about the same. Um, okay. It's like yeah, supporting like, character. For- Percentage-wise, just because there's a lot less in the comics than there is in the movie, right? Oh, okay. Because I, I think so. the comics like six or seven issues long or something like that. How long was the first run of the first Kickass? Wasn't it like eight? it was about it was it was about the same somewhere around oh, okay. six or seven. Okay, maybe, maybe eight, maybe. Man, I'm just misremembering, but I I don't know. I just didn't. It just didn't seem as fresh as the first movie because it's kind of the same. It is. Stuff. It is really similar to the first movie. That's for sure. I the first one, it, the first Kickass is a, is better than Kickass two. Well, yeah. I just it's still got fresh surprises and stuff. I guess sort of related. I rewatched Super again recently and really liked it again. So okay. that's a cool movie about vigilante people and kind of how crazy they can be in like real um, life. Yeah, like it. Yeah. It kind of goes in similar ways, but like something about it still works. Batman is also pretty good. Batman? Yeah, if you haven't heard of that, uh, it's about this guy whose parents get murdered, and then he kind of goes crazy a bit, and he becomes a vigilante. But he's got a lot of money. He does. These other people don't. Afford better stuff than, like, a baseball bat or, like, a a wetsuit with sticks or whatever. I don't know. It's a movie. It's coming out soon. Uh, You sounded pretty pessimistic that it's going to do very well. I don't but, uh, think Kick-Ass 2 will do very well. I, I will say I enjoyed it. There there was definitely points where I got caught up in some of the fun. That was okay. Fun. Whereas, like, I was kind of in that annoying middle ground where, like, I wasn't having, like, a bad time. I wasn't having the greatest time. It was just kind of a movie that held my attention, and there were some okay bits here and there. But I don't know. I guess I, if I run down, like, specifically what my issues were, it would be pretty spoilery. So I guess we'll just move on. Uh, was there a tie-in game last time around? Wasn't there like a downloadable game? Uh, I don't know. I thought there was. Like, I, I'm just like that. That 
kind of promotion around the second one just doesn't seem to be there. I think they're just kind of hoping it works out and maybe the reputation of the first movie has spread enough to where it'll do well. I don't know. I'll definitely keep an eye on that. Oh, it looks like there was one. Um, Yeah, yeah. I thought so. There's Kick-Ass the Game. I'm looking it up on Wikipedia here as soon as this site loads. It was iOS and PSN, yeah. There you go. So check that out. Uh, PlayStation title. I wonder how much, like, it was $15 on the PlayStation Network. Or $3 on iOS. I'm assuming they're pretty different games, but who's to say? I have no Um, idea, yeah. But I'm a little curious about that, mainly because that's that's what we're all about here on the Top Down Perspective. We like video video games. games. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the middle of August, August 15th, 2013. Um, John is sick, I guess? Yeah, he got food poisoning. Do we know, like, where he ate whatever it was so that people can not get sick too, or...? I, you know, I didn't ask. Okay. Well, just, I don't know, cook your food thoroughly. Be careful. I feel like, like, having hearing that, and, you know, knock on wood, I, like, never get food poisoning. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure whether or not I ever have. Like, you kind of, I guess it's like, if it clears up within 24 hours, you know it was probably just food poisoning. Because your your system just goes like, whoa, what did you put in here? And then you're fine again. Like, I can't remember the last time I had food poisoning, and then I have friends who, like, every now and then it'll be like, hey, do you want to hang out? And they'll be like, can't, food poisoning. And it's like, what is going on? Like, Like, what are you eating, and why do you There's clearly, like, there's there's some aspect that I'm not doing in my life that everyone Mm -hmm. else seems to be doing, because everyone else seems to get food poisoning, and I don't. I like that steak uh, super rare, and then that's dangerous. You shouldn't be there. I don't know. Is there a chicken? I don't know. We don't know what happened. All we know is John is not here, so we're going to trek on without him um we being nathan and sean yes those are the voices you're hearing right now um video games let's talk about the ones we played in the past seven days or so what what, what have you been up to over there i uh i finished the first phoenix right so the final case wrapped up ep- episode five yep. did you like yep. how that ended up going or did it still seem just too like completely separate from everything else that was going on. It was it was still pretty completely separate, but I did end up enjoying the case. Okay. Um, it is long. It is actually you do four days worth of the trial. When okay. they announced earlier in the game, three is the max you can do other before they have to do a verdict. Okay. So, I don't know. so there's like a then again there's like there's like a the couple case. trials going on, so maybe that's how they justify it. Justify it. Oh, is it Either like way, there's a new trial? Like we have to have a different criminal trial because evidence in the first trial. I totally forget everything that happens. There's yeah, it's it's pretty convoluted and crazy what happens in that one. I I will just say it is a, uh, it's it's I enjoyed it quite a bit the last trial. Um, okay. Narrative standpoint, still not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really know how they could kind of fit it into the plot if they wanted to still have like the that arc that everyone goes through, but. Either way, still nice to see. Um, I actually found out the guy who makes those, I forget what his name is, Shoe something. Mm-hmm. Like the main dude from Phoenix Wright. He is working on the Professor Layton Phoenix Wright crossover. Oh, okay. I guess that makes and, like, so Because he did sense. Ghost Trick. Okay, the guy's name is uh, Shu Takumi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah, so he's, he does all the Phoenix Wright. He did Ghost Trick. And now he's doing Phoenix Wright or Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney. 
Okay. Um, I, I just I was curious, so I started looking up what kind of presence Phoenix Wright has on the App Store. There's a couple here. Um, I think they're purchasable case episodes, though, right? So I don't know how good a deal these are. Well, like, the one you want is the HD one. Okay. Because I think the originals were on there in, like, not HD version, and then they redid everything HD. And then that yeah, one I'm has seeing a, the trilogy uh, is HD. Um, I think that's the one it, you want, and then in there you can, uh... There's in-app purchases to get the rest of the cases and whatnot and the rest of the games. Yeah. Oh, and man, so it's it's Ace Attorney, Justice for All, and Trials and Tribulations. All of those cases are in there. Um, yeah, but it's free to play, so I don't know like what kind of thing you they're get, asking for. You get the because fr- I downloaded that originally, and then I just borrowed John's DS version. Okay. Um, you get the first two cases from the first game, so you get the uh, tutorial case and then the sister case. Okay. <clears throat> and then from there you have to pay, and I think if you buy all of it, it ends up being somewhere around like seventeen bucks for all three games. So that I might think. actually be a pretty good deal. But uh... yeah, for sure. For sure. Because, I mean, some of, some of those games, like, you can pretty much only find them used nowadays. Like, I think Trials and Tribulations. I mean, I was around there. I think it was, like, 15 bucks or something. But it's if you stumble onto it. Um, I don't know. So that's another option for people if they're curious about the Phoenix Wright stuff. Are you going to go directly into some more, or are you going to take a break? Because, like, I, I kind of got really caught up post-Ghost Trick and kind of like this, oh, man, I'm going to play some more. And then I was, like, 90% through Miles Edgeworth, and I was like, oh, that's my limit, and then I was done. Like, I haven't played them since, but wow. I still have some sitting around. Well, I have the next I two games borrowed from John, so they're here. <clears throat> okay. I'm not going into them right away, because I'm playing other stuff at the moment. Okay. Um, but so as soon as I've done those, it's probably going to be, like, my, you know, hour before bed, nighttime kind of thing. Yeah, it's a good substitute for just reading or something. You can Because it is just reading. Yeah, like for a while, my game for that was the Professor Layton games. Like right. I did one and a half of those, and then kind of reached my limit on that stuff for a while too. But it's good to know there's more piling up for me to play eventually. So someday, yeah, two more I'm coming out that. next year. Yeah, I was deep in on Unwound Future when I kind of paused, but uh, yeah, the next one is my favorite. Yeah, I know you keep saying so. Got something to look forward to. Um, Last Spectre. So, okay, plenty of Japanese puzzle, I don't know what you'd call them, interactive novel type stuff around, but Digital have novels. you been playing some other stuff? Or? I've been playing some other stuff. Uh, let's talk a bunch about Pikmin 3. Okay, Pikmin 3, uh, Wii U title finally came out. Apparently it's moving some serious Wii U units in uh, Japan anyway, so people are excited. What is different about Pikmin 3? I couldn't really tell you, I only played a little bit of Pikmin 1. Okay, what is going on in Pikmin Three then? And I will. All right, so real time strategy games, sort of easy. Yeah, you got a hundred dudes. You're carrying stuff. I got you. You're fighting enemies. You're throwing Pikmin places. Mm -hmm. I guess what is different that I know is there's a there's three uh, like spacemen this time. Three people you control. Right. So you can split up your groups. Which is, that is, I mean, in the second one, there was a co-op mode or something, and there was competitive too, but it was like Olimar and Louie going around collecting stuff. But, you uh, could just split them up? I think so, but this, this time it's not even the same tribe of space dudes, right? Like there's vegetable people and fruit people? Right, these guys are fruit people, and they talk about Olimar, and he's a vegetable person. 
are they trying to help him, or are they kind of... Uh, you know, I can't say. Okay. Oh, it's like a spoiler thing, or... It's yeah. kind of hard to determine. Okay. It's, it's a spoiler thing. Okay. But there's three different people. They're also into collecting Pikmin. Is there still, like, product placement stuff? Like, you're just like, hey, there's a giant Duracell battery. Cool. No. Ragu. I have found, like, cell phones and stuff, but there's no, like, it's not a name brand or anything. Oh, okay. I, I definitely found that kind of amusing in games past. Like, just because it wasn't like, oh, this is clear, like, you know, it's a pack of Pokemon cards or something. It was like a Ragu tomato sauce lid or something. Like, just like garbage from real There's definitely garbage, companies. but it's all just like generic garbage this time. Oh, okay. Um, how are you feeling it, though? Is it... It's addictive. I'm having a lot of fun. Okay. Um, it's really easy just to be like, oh, I'll just do one more level. I'll just do one more level. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really like not stressful in terms of like how much how many days left I have to complete my you know quest or whatever. Right. They kind of throttle that with juice this time around. Well, yeah. So the way it works is you know we're we're searching for food and we only have so much food to ration out to survive. So it's but it kind of comes down to you know you drink one container of juice each day. Okay. So if you're basically finding at least one container's worth of juice in the fruit it per level mm-hmm. you're you've made enough to make that level like worthwhile. Oh, is it like you're juicing the vegetables and fruit and stuff you find? You're make? juicing the fruit. Yeah, you don't find vegetables. Oh, okay, okay. Um and some fruit will give you more or and less than other fruits. So if you find like you know a bunch of grapes, they might only give you like half a container whereas if you find like a whole watermelon, it might give you like two containers. Okay. So big emphasis on fruit collecting. Which... Yep. I'm, I and there's new Pikmin. I just I just unlocked the winged Pikmin. So are they kind of like flying squirrel floating type dudes? No, they're like fairies. Like, they fly. Oh, they can just straight up fly places. Can you control yeah. them directly, or how does... No, you, you still kind of throw them, and then, you know... But they can, you know... But they can they're the first Pikmin up. that can go across the water with me. Oh, okay. okay. I've gotten... So I'm just mis- missing the blue Pikmin right now. Oh, okay. Um, is there more boss battle type stuff? I know the second one had, like, these kind of dungeon sections you'd find. Like, you'd just be going around in the overworld, and then you'd find, like, a deep tunnel that goes down, like, eight floors or something, and you're just fighting dudes. Like, is there no, like that? No, that's not in here. There's, it's more just kind of, hey, you know, you broke down the wall, oh, there's an enemy over there, and then you fight him. Okay. But then there'll be some cases where this specific level, there's going to be a big open area off to the side. You go over there, there's the boss. Okay, so you've you've encountered some boss dudes. Yes. Okay. How many days in are you? I guess. Give, give I am currently. I I just finished day nineteen. Okay. I think the first one was like thirty days of stuff. But uh, it was counting down, wasn't it? Yeah. No, the first one was intense. Like it was like, dude, you got to get off this planet. You have like a month before all of Mars just done. So it was right. Kind of I a think this one's time. just kind of. Hey, you're you have a quest. Finish it in however many days you want. Just you know, don't starve. Okay. So there's there's still some you know you gotta keep your juice reserve up. But if yep. you're doing anything remotely competently, you'll be okay. Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, how um, does what control setup are you using? Because I've heard some people really liked the kind of uh, Wii control they set up for Pikmin one and two on the Wii. So you know, I've never played with that one. Stuff. I haven't even tried it, but I've been using the Wii U uh, gamepad. Is that pretty good? I like that yeah, it gives me a map, which is definitely nice and, it, nice, and it'll actually point out where some fruit are, so I can kind of focus on, I should head over here, or I know there's a fruit over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
which is great because some of the times the fruit's like hidden underground and I need to like pull like pull it out or dig it up so it'll that kind of helps also because I have three people I'm controlling you can like if you separate them a bit you can then drag your finger on the map it'll pause the game and then you kind of make like a dotted line and then you can mm-hmm. go here so you can actually like set people to do mis- do stuff while you're focusing on stuff okay so multitasking is yeah much more possible yeah um are you finding that, like, because there's still the 100 unit cap, right? So are you finding that you're sending someone over somewhere and it's like, oh, we need 30 dudes to pick up this thing, but I only gave them 27, so now, you know, I gotta re-kajigger some units and stuff. Like, is there any... I'm definitely finding that, but with having multiple characters, it can be it's easy enough to, oh crap, he needs more? Okay, I'll send my second guy with, you know, a small group of five over to meet up with him. Okay. Um, I've... I've never hit a something where it's like having a hundred guys wasn't enough. I usually start a mission with about forty-five to sixty guys. Okay. And then I'm usually pretty good for the most part. Um. So I guess as kind of a bit of a newcomer to Pikmin stuff, like, are you just digging the general vibe of that game, like collecting little guys, onion people, flowers? Yes. Yeah. Well, like I said, I've played a bit of the first one, so I'm not completely okay. new to it. But yeah, I'm liking it quite a bit. I'm finding it. That I'm wanting to like play one more, just one more, just one more. I wasn't expecting that. Like, and so just I'm, one more I'm, day, and then I'll be good. Oh wait, yeah, it's like I'll just I can thing. play one more. That took like ten minutes. I'll just play one more, and because the the areas you go to they're so big and stuff, like you can't mm-hmm. completely traverse one one area in one day. It might take like seven at like a, uh, on the high end or something. So it's okay. like, oh man, I needed to get back to the ship, but there was somewhere over to the left I didn't go. I I want to know what's over to the left. Okay, so encouraging exploration and stuff is yeah sounds good. That sounds promising. Like, is the HD visuals really popping at you, or does it just look like a pretty decent? It's it's just looking pretty decent. Yeah, nothing like super specific, and maybe that's because I'm used to Nintendo having like really cool art styles. This is just kind of looking like nice quality HD game. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I'm definitely liking it. Uh, And yeah, like I said, just a lot of fun. So. Any there will idea be what, like, are you gonna look at the multiplayer stuff at all? Like, I, just I will. Know yeah, I'm. I'm definitely gonna look at that. Won't stop talking about how amazing Pikmin 2's like head-to-head was or whatever. But I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't play the second one, so I have no idea how, the comparison between those two. Okay. Okay. But uh, I'm gonna definitely test it out. I understand this one's a lot more just like uh, there's mission-based ones, and then there's kind of mini-game stuff. It's like co-op working together stuff? I think so. it... I think it's mainly co-op stuff, yeah. Okay. It's like you versus waves of dudes, maybe? Or... No? Um, well, my one friend was describing one was like, like you have a bingo card and you want to collect the correct things to make a line or whatever. Okay, so you're given a list of objectives. Stuff like that, I think, I believe. Okay. I haven't looked into it myself, so I'm not 100% sure. But Yeah, so I'm you... reviewing that so people shortly can... A little bit after when this goes up, uh, check out Comic Book Bin for my full review on Pikmin 3. Okay, so see how the rest of it plays out and yeah. whatnot, yeah. Cool, uh, but cool. that's all I've been playing this week. What about you? Uh, this week, uh, while last week I was still kind of in the middle of uh, enjoying some Papers, Please, and I definitely went through that a few more times and got what I think is like the second best ending, maybe? I don't know. Like there's right. twenty video up on the game. YouTube page, right? Yeah, Two there's videos. a couple. There's a couple videos of me just kind of 
running through some of the crazy stuff I was running into. So I, I don't know if some of that stuff qualifies as spoilers, but I mean, it does talk about some of the weird little things that can happen in that game. So if you already know you're going to play it, maybe don't don't check those out just yet. But um, if you just don't know what those are about, like the game's about, maybe that'll help or hinder. I don't know. It's just me kind of ranting. But um, I, I do really enjoy that game. I'm, I'm still fascinated by like how it turns a really monotonous, like bad job into something compelling like it's just I think a lot of it's just you know that Berlin Wall era like Cold War stuff that you're kind of right in the middle of is just pretty pretty cool to see you playing a small role in that like maybe that's the thing like there's so many power fantasy games out there this is like oh no there's like people watching you from every side like you can't do a lot of stuff but when you do successfully slowly over the course of a month manage to do something bigger scale like it's kind of awesome to see that pay off or whatever like they're like they're the one ending i got i was like so stoked that it worked out the way it did i was really really happy so i don't know if i'm going to keep digging through there to try to figure out how to get the other endings but um i've definitely seen a lot of what that game has to offer and i'm i'm pretty pretty impressed with it so like yeah i got like 12 hours of gameplay out of that um and that's like sorting through documents and all this stuff but that was that was pretty pretty compelling stuff. Um, Have you kind of wrapped up your time with it, or are you going to go back? Um, now take that a break? there's kind of a new slate of stuff to dig into, I might I might put it on break for a bit. I was definitely going back periodically, like putting in a day or two at the border crossing here and there this week. But uh, after that initial big glut of time, I think I'm kind of easing off of it for a little while. But um, good times what lasted, so. I still I still want to see what ending 20 is because there's another mode in the game, endless mode, that you unlock if you I guess get that one specific ending. And I'm, I'm I kind of have a theory as to how you'd go about that, but it's kind of a long term thing. Like you have to basically play the whole game again a specific way is at least the where I think it would go. So I'm trying that right now, but I'm about halfway through that. Um, but anyway, yeah, Papers Please is a very interesting game. I don't know really what else to compare to other than like card life and stuff in terms of tone but it's still very different um it's also like significantly more expensive than cart life it's 10 bucks as opposed to whereas like, isn't yeah. cart life like cart life like four cart life is yeah like about five dollars at most and you can play a significant amount of it for free so i guess if that's a bit of a hurdle like but i've put in a good amount of time on it so i, I if you're into what you've seen of it I mean, you can still play the alpha for free, as far as I know, uh, which will give you a sampling of what to expect from it. But at the same time, Paul was kind of expressing this. Like, the beginning of the actual game and that alpha are very similar. So if you do do that, just know you're going to have to do that stuff again when you actually play it. So it, it might be a bit of a dry first section if you're not, you know, super into what that game's doing. Um, whereas I'm still kind of just like, well, this is the only document sorting simulator there is, so this is still, you know, fresh as gameplay goes. But I sure. guess if you're not into <laughs> what it's doing, it's 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 a bit tougher to get past that repetitiveness or whatever. But um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, papers please. In stores now, ten bucks. I, I, like if if the cost is a bit of a hurdle, maybe just add it to the wish list. It hasn't gone on any kind of sale yet or anything, but I could see that happening down the line after the initial launch, like, hype is over. So, yeah, that that is a, that is a game. 
Um, I played... Had I started playing Bully last week? Or... No, that's the first I've heard of it. Okay, I put in a few hours with uh, Bully Scholarship Edition on PC. Um, I'd played the game a few years ago on 360, but I guess just in this kind of Rockstar anticipatory state before GTA 5 comes out and post me playing Red Dead again, I wanted to jump in on something else that was interesting. Um, I still like the setting and kind of general like tone of that game. Like It's very... 1980s campus comedy kind of thing, like an animal house or something, but a little more kid-centric, uh, just because it's high school kids or whatever, but, or, or like, you know, Accepted, that classic Justin Long movie. Stuff like that. Oh, I know that movie. I own that movie. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, there's, it, like, it's it's kind of a comedy. Like, it's, it's a really light tone in a lot of ways, this game, but the actual missions that are happening, like, they're basically fetch quests. Like, almost everything you do is go here, break into this dude's locker, bring me the thing, or, like, go over here, get this radio receiver and bring it to this guy. Like, because there's no typical Rockstar backbone stuff to go to, like, shooting stuff, like, you have a slingshot, but that's just for, like, pranks and whatever. Like, the moment-to-moment stuff you're actually doing is pretty repetitive pretty quickly, so it's really leaning hard on the writing and characters making that stuff okay. And it mostly succeeds, but I don't know. Like, I think just after going through other Rockstar open-world stuff, like, those kind of cutscenes and that kind of, I don't know, way of doing things, I'm, I'm a little... Little tapped out for now, so okay. I'm, I'm putting that on pause for a while. I I still like that it has like a daily structure to it. Like you have to keep in mind, like oh, I got to go to my morning class, and then I have to worry about my afternoon class. And you're kind of doing missions in between that, so it kind of keeps you on your like running around, taking care of stuff pretty quickly on this this uh, day night cycle. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just the the missions themselves are a little too samey right now so the town has just opened up like that that's a big part of like you're initially restricted to just the school but then eventually the town opens up and you can go there and do some stuff i think that's about as far as i got as i got a little bit into the town opening up when i played it yeah which on one hand is kind of cool that the town is there but then on the other hand like it's way out there so you can't really go there to do missions between classes anymore so you kind of have to wait until after that's over i I don't know yeah i I can see you get a bike right you do get a bike, you also have a skateboard. Um, I guess I will briefly say, like, something about the movement in that game feels a little weird. Like, a little light. Like, it's like your guy is too fast sometimes. Like, it's, like, weird to have problems. Well, you're a kid. Like, Kids are fast. I guess so, yeah, that's it. Jimmy is a kid, so he's way faster than my adult self. To be so fair, hard to... kids have a much higher, like, muscle-to-weight ratio. Oh, okay. Do. Maybe it's, So maybe it's intentional, but all I know is... Like, I'll have hard, pro- like, times turning corners and stuff, just, like, running. It's just weird. Like, it's just, Tell like... What, go to a park, watch some kids playing for, like, a <laughs> long time. Okay. Just and to, I think you know, you'll get a full some, idea. I think something will spark in you, side of you. Okay. Like, then I'll understand what it is this this is trying to do. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, bull- Bully's still interesting, but I don't know. I'm not sure. It, like, I'm not gonna play it as obsessively as I did Red Dead. I think that much is certain. I'll, uh gradually make my way through that game, I think. Oh, but man, Gary What's your favorite sucks. Rockstar game? I think Red Dead. I think it's safe to say. Even even though I have a few issues with the way the ending mission kind of lets you do what it does, 
Um, I still like the arc of that game is really impressive to me in terms of like it's the, it's one of the few Rockstar games where I can play a character I'd actually want to be, you know, like Grand Theft Auto Four. Like Nico is kind of just a dirtbag no matter what you do. Like he kind of just totally doesn't make sense. Um, and then the other Grand Theft Auto games, he's too generic and kind of just gangstery. Like John Marston, if you play it in a certain way, kind of just makes sense as a character. Which what about L.A. Noir? I, that is not true of L.A. Noir's character. That guy, the last bit of that game just makes no sense. I don't know. I I still I've been thinking about going back to L.A. Noir too. Like just kind of I've never done those DLC cases. Um, did you play all of those? Yeah, like I did. The... I sat okay. down one weekend and went through them. Were th- Were they pretty good? Is that worth a I look? I can't or... remember. Okay, so not amazing, but. I don't know. At least it's stuff I haven't seen. But no, I've, I was definitely thinking about L.A. Noir as well recently, so I might I might go to that too and see what Table tennis. I, I did really enjoy that. Man, table tennis. Jesper is the brick wall in that game. You can't beat him. It's just, I've never gotten past that point. I think I still have that game. Let me just take it. Yeah, I, I've thought about getting rid of it, but whatever. I will keep it. Um. Anyway, Rockstar Games. Uh, hey, Runner 2 was added to PlayStation Plus. So what you think? That was that was the thing I needed, I guess, to finally give that a try. Um I'm definitely like they definitely seem to have made it a m- much more approachable cuz there's like more levels to go through. So they're not as long and punishing as some of the levels. And there's the difficulty modes now and checkpoints. There, there is, and I I do kind of like the way they so handle So they're doing everything they can to spoon spoon feed you this us, baby like, game for you. Yeah, or whiny, us whiny little babies who can't handle how hard that game can be. Um, at least I'm finally getting more out of it. And it's just kind of like, now it's more just like you don't have enough gold. Like you need to go back through there and do better or something, you know, like or get more bonus points and whatnot. And I do like that the, the checkpoints are optional if you feel like you're really good. You can jump over it and get bonus points. Right. So that's kind of a neat little way to kind of help out us people who are just like, I just want to get through this thing. You know, I just want to kind of get through these levels and see what this game has. Um, but then for people who are really, really good at it, they can get some bonus points and they'll... How far in the game are you? Words. I'm still in the first world. Oh, wow, so, okay. Like, I think I'm I'm towards the end of the first world. There's maybe like two or three levels left, but even then I was kind of hit, like starting to hit hitch up a bit, like hit a thing and then go back a whole bunch and then it's just like, alright, I don't... Alright. You're will. just, like, really bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> are you, I don't what know. Are you play, what difficulty are you playing on? I don't know, just d- d- whatever the defaults are. Probably I, normal. I, I didn't switch to... What What makes easy mode different? Do they give you a couple tries or something? They like, take out obstacles. Going? Oh, okay. But then you get less points, obviously, because there's less stuff to jump over. Right, so, yeah. But then okay. you can get through it like you're wanting. I guess. Like, is, are the different areas pretty different, or am I, like, doing the same things? Like, they just introduced the kind of jump pads as the thing, and then like, I'm, like, they'll introduce a few things, but there's, like, five different worlds, so they'll look pretty different. Right. I guess the look of it, like, I, I periodically I can definitely look in the background, it's like, oh, weird, there's a giant octopus back there or something, but it seems like... You know, the people who are spectating might get more out of the visuals because I'm just so fixated on Captain Commander video and him jumping over stuff. Like I don't really get to appreciate some of what's going on, but uh, I don't know. Like I can definitely tell. Like okay, there's some nice like there's a weird factory back there and like you know 
it's a nice looking game and there's a lot of nice music and whatever. Charles Martinet does the narration, which is okay. Like he just says that that's him. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty that. great. And I, like the game sounds pretty great. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's bright and colorful and like goofy and whatever. Um. So yeah, I'll. I'll and you're I'll just go playing his and... commander video. Uh, so far, I he did I did unlock a costume, so he's got headphones now. Okay. Um, so I think I played a lot of that game as the pickle. Okay. I forget what his name is. Is it is? Uh, I guess I do have one question. That I just like never really figured out how to do it. Like in some levels, there's a key and then a lock. How do you grab the key? Or is that? Am I doing? I thinking through this wrong? You like, just run through it. But is it is it like? grayed out or something? Yeah, it's like ghosted. It's not... Then I, oh, there. I think there's there'll be a, a, a level later on in the world that'll, like, open up the keys, like, make them collectible. Oh, so then you have then to you go, go back. back. Okay, because, like, I was like, man, what's with this key? Like, I would, like, try to get it a couple times, and then it's just like, oh, man, I failed. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, no, you have to go to a certain level, and then it'll open up all the keys in that world for you. So I'm just like, so it's kind of like the Switch Palace in Super Mario World, where you gotta hit that, and then you can go back and get all the... Like, now there's different platforms there or something. Like, I, I sure. Don't know, comparison point. But, um... I don't know. I got... I, cool addition for a PlayStation Plus thing, because that's, that's a pretty recent game. Um, and Hitman Absolution was also on there, too, but that game is huge. It's like 16 gigs. And my PlayStation right now... I, I, I'm getting to the point where, like, with all this Plus stuff, I think I need to put a bigger drive in there. Or just like, delete I, the ones you're not playing. But... I'm kind of thinking about like I mean I'm still got to save deep in Demon Souls and I want to go back. Well, then to just that. beat it and then delete it. That's hard to do with that game. It's a hard game. Then don't play it. But I want to. It's good. One game at a time. But like Steam, I just have a growing list of stuff that's installed. Just play one game wanna... at a time and then uninstall it. No, I want them all sitting there waiting for me. Okay, well then you have to get a bigger drive. That's the only solution. Yeah, because once if I want, but play it's not the Jungle. best solution. No, no. I gotta play Closure. It's, it's installed. Like, I spent all this time installing it, I might as well play it. Like, I won't play Infamous 2. Can't. Don't have the space. What's going on? No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You're always talking about how you don't like Infamous. Well, I gotta find out why. You know? I've been thinking about because I've got this open world thing going on, and that one's exclusive to PlayStation, so if I'm gonna check it out. Okay, well then uninstall everything but Infamous 2. Oh, no, I'm, I'll just... Alright. I'll just wait. Let's buy a drive sometime. Anyway, speaking of PlayStation games, nah, whatever, it's not exclusive. I played Dragon's Dogma some more. Um, that game has weird, like, I was having a pretty good time. I was, like, doing some quests and stuff. Even though I was dying a few times, like, in the overworld or whatever, like, I had my little posse of dudes. Like, you get these guys named Pawns. Like, they're, they're called Pawns. They're, like, little helper guys, but they there's a whole story thing going on where they're, like, they don't have souls or something, but you are the arisen, and you can summon them from the other world, and I don't know, it's weird. But um, you basically have these little helper characters that can accompany you and roll with you, and that's mostly great. Like, they're casting heal spells, and they're carrying extra equipment for you, and all sorts of stuff. Um, except now I'm having, I got to a point where I'm having, like, weird Dead Rising flashbacks of, like, the worst escort mission scenarios possible, where you're just trying to go somewhere and they are like, no, man, I'm going to fight these guys. Like, I basically triggered um, these giant tentacle things to start coming out and attack, at, like, just attack everybody. And 
you're supposed to escape. Like, your whole thing is, like, you've gone deep into this dungeon, you found the horrible evil that is down there, and now you just gotta get out and tell people that you don't, like, there's something crazy going on down there. You're not supposed to, like, defeat this horrible evil? No, you can't. Like, at least I'm pretty sure you can't, because all the NPCs will just, like, all my pawns will just be like, there's no end to this! They won't stop coming! We should get out of here. Like, they're okay. yelling that kind of stuff, but then in practice, they are still fighting them. So it's really confusing. Well, so if you can, like, summon them from the other world, can you put them back in the other world? No. They're just, like, in that world now, following you around, and I don't want to lose them all, because they've got equipment, they've been leveled up a little bit. Like, if I if they die, I am back to square one pawn. You need, like, a whistle and Pikmin to make them all come to you. Th- that's annoying. That's the thing. You have, like, a small series of, uh, like, I guess, crowd commands or whatever, like, uh, squad commands. Sure. So I'm, I'm just mashing on the, come on, button, like, just over and over, and they're just like, nah, man, I gotta fight this tentacle. And it's like, you yourself just said, there's no end to them, this is futile, and yet here you are throwing spells at it for some reason, and then they die. So, like, I'm trying to run up this giant ramp and get out of there, and then I look at my mini-map, and there's, like, three little skulls flashing, and I need to go back and resurrect them all, and then I'll get hit by some super spell and die. Can you just leave them dead and get out of there? I don't want to do that, but I'm at a point where it's, like, I've died, like, half a dozen times, and it's just annoying. So, I might, if I, when I go back to revisit that, just to, like, get out of that quest or whatever, because I guess... In a way, like kind of like a Bethesda Skyrim type thing, you kind of manage your own saves a lot. So I've saved deep in that dungeon. And I mean, there's plenty of other quests I could go on, except I'm presently deep in this dungeon. So I'm kind of painted myself into a corner that I can only get out of by defeating this, like just getting out of there, finishing this quest. Which I was not expecting it to get that troublesome because like, I just de- dealt with the weird boss monster guy. And I guess that was one of my favorite moments in Dragon's Dogma yesterday was there's in, you know how in Shadow of the Colossus you can kind of just grab a guy and climb around on him? Yeah. Like this has basically just a grab button. And at one point I jumped at the boss and just grabbed onto his fist. And it was the worst because I'm on his fist now. So if he punches anything, like I'm getting hurt too. But it was still just like the goofy mechanics in that game working out in a way that was just like, this is kind of great. Like, I was just grabbing stuff and stabbing, like, on top of this dude. Like, it was just... So you just picked the wrong place to grab onto? Totally. Like, worst worst place, but it was still but just, like, cool a really But that's cool that you can great... grab anywhere. It, it is really cool. You can, like, you, yeah, you can actually just grab on anywhere on that boss, and you kind of have to find the weak point, whatever, and it was just a weird, chaotic fight in the dark with this giant troll thing, and it, it was pretty awesome. Um, and then the way I ended up winning that fight is I died, obviously, on that one. But then just went back, and the one time he basically did, like, a rhino charge, but then right off the building, and then that was it. And I still got the experience. So. Oh, wow. That game's weird and janky sometimes, but when it works out that way, it's really satisfying and funny. Um, but then, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it, it's kind of a mess, but a mess I'm still willing to dig around in a bit. Like, it's it's kind of compelling, but I don't know. Um, and then I played a bit more Animal Crossing and did some bug stuff, but people know about all that. I'm trying to think if there's anything, like, really new that happened this week. Your shoes wear out, and then you just start falling? In Animal Crossing? Yeah. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, like, I mean, there's a shoe store, and I was just I don't have well, the shoe store. Okay. Maybe, like, I'm, I'm wondering if it only happens when the shoe store spawns, but, like, once you've built it, but, or once it's been constructed up there. But, yeah, when you... When, with the shoe store, like I was always just like, well, I don't care. Like you can barely see what your shoes look like anyway, so this is fine. And then after a while, when you're running, eventually your dude will just slip and fall on his face, like pretty regularly. <laughs> so you need to get better shoes. Um, but yeah, that is that is. Uh, I'm trying to think what like. Oh, I bought a sweet diving helmet. Um, but yeah, really, like, it's just the grind of going to the island, collecting a bunch of great bugs, and coming back and paying off stuff, like, that is now the thing I'm doing. So I think there's only, like, three or four upgrades left to my house before I'm completely maxed out. Um, and I Do you have the Dream Suite? Yep. I haven't used it, though, so I don't okay. know what happened. Because I was going to ask, um, did you download that Animal Crossing Plaza for the Wii U? Uh, Isabel told us about it, but I don't, I don't have it yet, no. Do you know what happened? I downloaded there? it and did not do much, but you can put your Dream Suite number on there, so it seems to be like trying to do some online multiplayer type stuff. Like a better way of sharing. Like my house right now is just complete chaos. Like there's not like there's maybe harmony to one or two of the rooms, but they're mostly just st- like I like this pyramid. It looks awesome. I'm gonna keep it and then like put it in a corner next to a. Piano and then you got or your something. Nintendo items room. Yeah, I, I should I should gather all of those and put them in one room because it's kind of just a mess right now. Like I have a table covered with Nintendo stuff, including Majora's Mask, which is totally like I guess putting clothing items out subtracts from your Happy Room Academy score. But I just want Majora's Mask out there because I like that game. I just but, wear it. Well, because it's creepy. I don't want to wear it all the time. It's weird. It's unnerving. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm, the diving helmet I find just comical because it's, like, totally enclosed the dude's head so you can't even see him anymore. But, um, I don't know. That that game's still silly. There's, like, I kind of like some of the little stories you uncover with some of the NPC characters, like, just by talking to them over and over. Like, uh, the Able Sisters or, like, the guy who runs the comedy club. Or, like, well, not the comedy club, but I guess it sort of is as well. The music place. Like, the nightclub. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, if you just run into run in there on weird days, you'll you'll see him in there and he'll tell you some stuff. It's, I don't know. It's still a neat game. I'm still checking in every now and then, but like there's a cafe. I had a coffee there. There's a guy named Brewster. It's kind of cool. But yeah, does coffee I don't do anything? I don't know if it actually has any impact on you. Like it would be kind of neat. Just a way if to it waste money. Makes you a little faster. It's really cheap though. It's like 200 bells, so it's nothing at some point. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I haven't checked out the Wii U Plaza stuff. I guess some point I'll boot that up and see what's going on. But anyway, that's it for games I played. Let's move on to video game news. Um, this first one you posted. I I did see that this was going around, but uh, what what's the scoop on the right. Connect? A uh, few Microsoft things this week. Uh, first off, the Connect is no longer mandatory for the Xbox One. Which right. I think Kotaku like added it up, and this is the fourth 180. They've done, I guess. Yeah, no, they're definitely backtracking on a lot of hard stances they had. I'm trying to, can we, let's see if we can name ago. all four. So, the DRM stuff, on. obviously. Yeah, like the always online. The used games. Yep. The, the Connect Now. Mm-hmm. And is it the indie publishing that was a couple weeks ago? Well, the, I don't think they ever really said like we're not 
like, I mean, XNA being canceled and all that stuff certainly set, like, sent a certain message about their regard, like, how they thought about indie games, but even at that E3 conference, they were saying, like, you know, we're, we're big fans of indie games, we're gonna reveal some stuff later, like, I don't think they ever came out hard against, no. Okay. That well, what do you think exist. the fourth one is, then? I'm trying to think what other kind of bold, bold claims they put out there. I don't know, like, there were, I mean, there were definitely... Like, all the always-online stuff was a big part of a lot of things, like the cloud thing, the family-sharing Xbox Gold stuff. Like, that's gone, right? The family setup, it's now a different way of yeah, doing that stuff? Yeah, it's different accounts and stuff, I believe. Now. Right, right. Um, Because they got to be able to market to each person individually. That's right. I mean, they're, they're still, I'm presuming, leaning hard on, like, the TV deals and stuff. Um, I, I'm not I think really I named sure. the four, then. Maybe that's it, but uh, anyway, it, that's not either way, important. this is the latest kind of, which I mean, Giant Bomb's discussion on this was kind of like the big thing. It's like, well, wait, so why pay for that then? You know, like right. So a lot of people are speculating maybe they're going to announce a three ninety nine one without the connect. But I mean, this is kind of a weird middle ground thing then too, because like that means that thing won't be in every single built in thing. You know, like you can't expect everyone out there to have a connect. So now right, developers, so developers won't just won't develop stuff for, it. for it, and then you'll still you'll be in the same place we were with the connect this time around, where right. there's not a lot of cool stuff coming out for it. So why? So I guess because of that, I kind of hope they keep it just so it'll actually be used. Because I, you know, if I want it, I want it to be actually ma- like being utilized. Yeah. No, like I'd rather. Microsoft had a clear stance on something, even if it's like, well, it's going to cost a little more, or it's going to be a little weird. Like, it's like, well, at least they have a clear vision of stuff they want to happen. And then it'll, like, per, like it'll make a bigger difference between PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And you'll just be like, well, I can only get this kind of experience over here. So I'm going to check that out. Like, it, it's a little, like, them backtracking on all this stuff kind of makes it less and less unique. So it's a little, it's a little kind of disappointing in a way. I don't, I don't know. Xbox One, like, Quantum Break that new Swirry game. Like, there's still a few things over there that definitely have me Titanfall. a little curious. Less so Titanfall, because, I mean, that's coming to PC, too, right? So, sure. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, I don't yeah know. so before they had announced this, um... That, oh, there was the you unboxing know, you can turn video, off the too. Connect, but yeah, so the big announcement here is you don't even need to have it plugged in now. Yeah, so... Is that just... I mean, th- like, there were all those, like, NSA jokes uh, jokes, but maybe people were genuinely worried about a camera being in their house that could watch them. Or I something. could see tons of, like, you know, parents being like, "I don't want a camera pointed at me all the time." Like, yeah, yeah. I guess maybe there's there was some enough outcry on that front where it's just like, look, which fine, is weird because I feel like everyone has a laptop and a tablet these days, if not a phone. Yeah, like those all open... have front-facing cameras, like. But maybe they're is all it because it's about built in, you and you're not noticing it all the time? Like it's not sticking out at you, and so it's okay. Maybe, like maybe you know it's I mean? like, like why? It's why is overt. that okay? But this is not. Like there's a connect in this room right now, and it's definitely a little weird to have like this little camera thing perched on top of the TV. But you're right. Like there, there's also the laptop camera pointing at me, and my phone has several. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of irrational. It's probably just. 
the kind of announcement that came at the worst time with all the paranoia about people watching you and listening to you and stuff, and then there's a device that is designed to do that really well that they're trying to sell to you, so I don't know. Can I move on to this next Microsoft one just to keep the thing yeah, going? Yeah, let's, let's keep um, the theme going. So, the, uh, Jason Holtman, who he ran Steam for about eight years, mm-hmm. or he worked over at Steam for about eight years, is heading to Microsoft... Um, to work on turning Windows into, and I quote, a great platform for gaming and interactive entertainment. Okay. Um, so the main thing with this is when Xbox said, hey, we're not going to be as digital as we originally said, we will allow used games and you can share games just like, you know, just like the PS4 and just like we did the last generation. Mm-hmm. The question kind of came up with, well, okay, that's good for disc games, but I guess now you're not really competing with Steam anymore. You're competing with Sony again. So does that mean Steam sales are going to just be on Steam, and you're not you're going to not care about sales anymore? Okay. Because so... if they were all digital, their competitor becomes Steam, right? And then they would have to have Steam sales. Because if not, Steam just wins, and Microsoft will won't just let Steam win. Well, like they'd have to take that stuff into account and be like, well, right. it's 30 since they don't need to, they're, since they're not all digital anymore, their competitor now becomes Sony. Which yeah. Sony does not have big Steam sales. Sony has you know PlayStation Plus, and Microsoft is slowly emulating that thing, but it doesn't have Steam sales because, you know, Sony doesn't have Steam sales, so Microsoft doesn't have to do that. Well, they have, like, plus sales, but, yeah, it's it's not the same bargain right. basement. So, crazy the fact that this guy's going over there is getting people wondering maybe they will do some kind, like, actually have a good push for digital? Yeah, like, I mean, like, like I, keep, I keep mentioning it, but there was that interesting sale with uh, Dirt 2 and, like, uh, what's that weird game that we all bought? El Shaddai. Like yeah, yeah. Like, there, there was a few, Keep like... Keep in mind, that was one. That was, that was one, one sale the whole time that was worth talking about. But wasn't there... Like, what was the Assassin's Creed thing? Wasn't there a sale recently or something on some of those? Or or was that was that more of the PlayStation Plus type model where if you were a gold subscriber, you got access that to... Was that was that. Yeah, if you're gold, you got Assassin's Creed 2. Congrats okay. on this hella old game. Right. And then Microsoft good. punched you in the stomach. 09, man, that was a class. Uh, I don't know. It was okay. Uh, but, yeah, it was okay. I'm it should also to, be noted, though, that like uh, some Holtman is that only they're... going over there for for Windows-related, but so it's not necessarily Xbox, but like, like we just don't know. Right, right. Well, at least it's, it kind of shows they're thinking about it. They're looking at digital a little bit. I, I don't Hopefully, know. like, I guess in worst-case scenario, maybe they make games for Windows Live a thing people can stomach. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know about you, I don't need another PC-oriented game client that's competing. Steam wins. Can we just agree on that? Well, Steam is currently doing the most stuff that favors... Like, I I still have weird problems with it every now and then that I'm not... I don't know. Like, it'll just be like, I just bought something that doesn't show up in the list, or like... I've never had that weird doubling of stuff like i have two san andreas's on my list right now and i'm not sure how to get rid of the other one like i've never had that either yeah i i know like there's just if you mess around with steam long enough like it's it's not the best thing in the world so you like having origin and ubcu play and well i mean else i guess if we just want to transition right into it like uh ea kind of just did a really smart thing in terms of promoting origin Okay, but wait, hang on. Before we get there, I had another kind of anecdote with this Microsoft stuff. Oh, okay, okay. So, 
it, so this is kind of like a really small thing, but I've been hearing it come up a couple times mm-hmm. with the whole idea of Microsoft, you know, not being as digital as they wanted to be. Yeah, there seems so. There seems to be almost a backlash to everyone being like, oh, "We want used games. Give us used games." And then Microsoft did that. People are kind of like, "Well, I actually liked not used games," and that's becoming more, uh, like more vocalized. I guess I've just been hearing it in a couple places. I don't know if you've come across anyone mentioning this online. Like what? Sorry, what is the main bullet? But point the idea here? is okay. So we're they're going to allow used games. Yeah, because remember, original the original idea with the Xbox One was you buy a game, you install it to your system, you don't need that disc anymore. You can play this game on any console you want. You go to your buddy's house, you log into your account, it's going to be there. Right, right. Which that's super convenient and cool. But as soon as they said, no, we're going back to what the 360 and the PS3 did. You can do use games, you can share games. They had to get rid of that. Right. Because if you're going to share games, then one person buys, you know, Assassin's Creed Four, and literally that's it. Then we mail it across the world to everybody. Mm-hmm. So there's just kind of been almost a backlash to the used games being like, well, that digital thing actually would have been cool. No, it would have been, like, yeah, it would have put it on a similar, like, with Steam. It would have been a more Steam-relatable right. thing. So I'm just, I've just been noticing that, and I've been thinking it's just kind of interesting that we're getting a backlash to the backlash. Yeah. And it's, it like, it sucks that we're all complaining and we'll never stop. That's I'm definitely agreeing that that sucks. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just is. It's just kind of almost refreshing to hear. Like, hang on, you know, Microsoft had a cool idea. Yeah, and we're not. No, it was this definitely. Cool, like, if Microsoft doesn't have, all I'm saying is this: when the Xbox One happens, if we don't get Steam sales, it's because we asked for it. Right. It's right? definitely it's because been weird we traded Steam like... sales for used games. Yeah. So EB Games, thanks you guys. Right. I mean, I it was a story I was thinking about adding on here, but like, there's actually been a recent like bit of lawsuits in regards to GameStop, specifically in Jersey. Um, but it was it's actually dating back to the whole uh, online pass thing, because like I think okay. you, like you know like if if you bought a game used, the thing the developer would like or the thing the store wouldn't tell you is you then need to pay ten dollars to play it online or whatever for specifically right. for EA games. So that people were paying more for used stuff if they got the full equivalent thing seems to be a bit of a legal issue. So like the judge basically just said like that's cool, you can actually go ahead and sue them for that. Um so who knows what's gonna come out of all of that, but yeah, I know. Like it is kinda weird seeing like, you know, Microsoft did have some good ideas. They just there was just like this massive hate party going on for like a month and a half where nothing could get out of, like, the shadow of all this bad stuff or whatever. So, yeah, it's too bad seeing that stuff go to the wayside when it could have been different and unique and different. Like, a, just a different way of approaching a lot of these same things. I don't know. It's it's going to be weird. The battle continues. What, what, when it's is just, this all like going down? I'm just kind of, like, trying to... Int- I'm, like, I'm trying to piece this all out. So it's like, you know, Sony didn't have Steam sales either, but they're not getting any of this hate. Well, it's, why not? Well, it's because they have PlayStation Plus. So it's like, okay, people are happy if they're getting free games. Mm-hmm. That's So it's like, well, we like Steam sales. How come Microsoft's not doing Steam sales? That's like, well, we're doing what Sony's doing. Well, they're giving us free games. So it seems like we're only happy if if the company's literally giving away their product for free. Right. Well, I mean, like, the value proposition on gold has changed so much in the last little while. Like, it it's become kind of this big question mark of, like, I, why am I paying anything at all 
you know, because it's just like, well, you get to play online multiplayer, and it's really good servers for that stuff, and you're just like, okay, but I literally don't care about that at all, I don't want to do that, why, like, why do I need to pay you to do Netflix, or to do sure. all this kind no, of that's, basic I think stuff, that's a completely you know? different issue, and I'm ag- I agree with you. Yeah, or like, you know, with the sharing features on one being kind of behind that paywall, like, that's kind of a question mark, too. So, like, well, I don't know. Like, and it's the ads. Like, that's the main thing. Like, I haven't turned on my 360 in months because I just kind of switched. Like, I was just like, I'm tired of all of this. I'm going to go over here, which, I mean, now that people are saying all this nice stuff about Brothers, like, I want to play it, but I think I'm just going to wait. Like, I just won't, won't, bo- won't bother with it until it's on Steam or whatever, just because it's easier that way. But, um, I don't know. They've definitely kind of slowly corrupt, like, just messed up their own list of positive features and turned them into kind of negative. We'll see. It's going to be fun. Console Wars, it's finally happening again. Yep. November and October is going to be crazy. I just hope people realize, you know, if we don't get Steam sales, it's because we asked, because we we complained... And we asked not to have Steam sales, and well, I feel like, like we most kind of people aren't going to notice this. Complained about the digital future, and they're just like, "All right, I guess you're not ready. We're not going to do it." So it's like people. It's like people want Steam sales and used games, and it's like, well, those are kind of t- the opposite sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. You know, well, yeah, you guys want no, you, you guys love have... Steam so much. We were going towards Steam, and then you guys were like, "But you know what? I like saving five dollars." more than I like saving, like, 80%. Right. So I mean, you guys just, you, like, I, I don't know, it's like, is it, are people short-sighted? Yeah, probably. Or it's very, or maybe they're talking, like, there's two very different groups of people complaining. Like, there's the PC people who are accustomed to how Steam works, so they're willing to surrender a certain degree of ownership just because the price is so good. So it's like, I bought Billy Scholarship Edition for, like, $4, so... Whereas the other awesome. guy's saying, well, I could have just borrowed it for free... Right. It's like, but for, like, I guess, yeah, it comes down to how much, like, how much are you willing to pay? Yeah. It's like, like I'm willing to pay $4 just to own it, like, or just to have it on a downloadable thing. Like, that's fine. I don't actually own a physical thing. I can't lend bully to any friend. Well, even, even that, like, I know people like loaning, but it's like, okay, if you were just to ask, like, some, like some guy, loan, let's say some guy loans or borrows, like, 90% of his games, mm-hmm. what, what, what would you be willing to pay? Like, what, like, is there a number, or is it always going to be zero, and you'll just wait, you know, six months? Right. So why, like, so why should anyone be trying to cater to that guy? Because he's not helping anyway. Like he's not but really I guess those, it was those guys that were vocal enough? Probably, I guess. Like, it's just like, I want to borrow Because I, I feel like, yeah, if you break it down, like, Steam sales, you're going to be saving you 80%. You go used games, loaning games, you're saving $5 at GameStop. Yeah, or you can borrow it, but that involved you know someone else paying five dollars less, or you know full price for it. So right, eventually it comes becomes so crazy to see how low developers are willing to go to just sell you a new thing at some point. Like it shows just how much the drop off must be on people being willing to buy stuff after something's been out for a while. Like that, I was you know like I sold my copy of Borderlands on 360. And then later bought the entire, like all of the DLC and everything on Steam for like five dollars. But like Gearbox is happy with that because I bought their game twice. But you know, and it's older and older, so eventually it just becomes, you know, something no one is interested in in theory. I right. Guess. Whereas but, you know, if you went to GameStop and wanted to do that, 
Yeah. Like, you wanted to get this old game, yeah. you'd be paying it, like, probably at least 20 bucks. Yeah, maybe 15 with the Maybe 15 but And like... then when you go for the DLC, that's going to bump you up, like, $40. Maybe 20 if you got if you're lucky and it's a sale week. Right, like, it, it's super weird thinking that, like, I'm in a position where I'm kind of debating, should I buy the L.A. Noir DLC on PS3 since I already own the game? Or should I just wait for a Steam sale again and then buy everything that is L.A. Noir for, like, 10 bucks on on Steam, you know? Like, right. it's, it's kind of dumb sitting here with, like, a disc that is basically worthless because there's a better option out there that is, like, less money. I don't know. Like, I, I, it's and and weird. it's confusing. Like, how did how did that one lose? Like, how did the how did the if if we're breaking it down to the, well, the digital future is awesome. How did that one lose? Well, it it it. I don't think it's like lost, I, like I I'm assuming like both future. our mentalities because neither of us really buy used games. But it's just like I I guess we just don't understand how awesome it is to buy, to, to have be that able option. to loan this game and like get it for free. I guess it's just people feel like they should have that right to do that. You know, it's like if I own a thing, I should be able to sell that thing. Like that that's just been the way consumerism works forever. Whereas in the last while it's been like, well no, you kind of license the right to play it from Valve or you know, I bought this album but I secret I actually just paid Apple for the right to listen to it for as long as I, you know, for a while. It's it's different. Ownership is different. I'm okay with it for the most part because it's not stuff I'm like, but we're you know, the like minority. there's every now and then a product comes along where it's like, well, this is like something I'm really interested in. Like I want to put this on my shelf because I'm that into what this is. But that's becoming rarer and rarer nowadays. Like movie ownership too. Like I don't feel the need to buy my favorite movies on Blu-ray anymore unless there's like a really sweet lineup of features or something that are exclusive. You know, like, it's like, oh, there's a commentary on here. There's behind-the-scenes insight on how this became a thing. That's worth it. Whereas if it's just right. like, oh, but you know movie. what? You know what was a good model with that? Like, mm-hmm. another tangent, here we go. You look at Indie Game the Movie, it just got DLC. Yeah, there's, like, like a what? That's incredible. Edition. Yeah, like, there's like, a could you imagine commentary if, track. Like, could you imagine, like, a, ga- a movie that came out ten years ago, and they're updating it with this new commentary they recorded last month? That that would be awesome. I'd be way That would be that. totally awesome. Like, it's just, like, I've been going through this big Kubrick kick right now. If it's, like, you know, in light of the exhibit coming out or something, there's, like, some experts posting stuff about it. I don't know. Like, or I could see that here, working out. Here's another, like, dystopian future thing. All right? Yeah. You're reading a book. The author's written the first few chapters, and then it just updates as they write the rest. Huh. There you go. So, like, pay as you go. But... No, that would be awesome. That's basically how, like, let's go b- way back in history. Uh, A lot of Charles Dickens' books were written as, like, monthly little things. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah, and you would wait each... Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just like, oh, sweet, what's going to happen to Nicholas Nickleby this week? Well, I'm going to find out. It's kind of almost a comic book mentality of, I can't wait for next month when I get to see the, you know, stunning conclusion. Like, that's a TV mentality as well. Yeah, it's it's serials. It's serials. Can't wait for next week, whereas, you know, you do that with books, it's like, you could be getting this book way sooner than as opposed to just wait, you know, a year, and then you'll get the whole thing at once. Yeah, well, I mean... I guess Telltale and uh, Remedy, I think, is going in this direction with Quantum Break. So is episodic. that episodic? Yeah. So, like, there's some people trying that out with video game stuff specifically. Or but, yeah, stuff no, like, like you a, know, here's DLC for your book. I wrote a new epilogue. I'd be into that. Because, like, I own a copy of The Shining, for example, but, like, there's been so many versions of that 
subsequently, so there's new author's notes all the time on, like, his new thoughts on it, or, like, you know, like, I'm not going to buy 12 paperbacks to see all that stuff. I'm sure the Kindle version only has one publication with that stuff, so, like, if I want all those little essays, essentially, I'm in a weird spot. Like, there's no good way to get that stuff. But, yeah, if there was a just a digitally distributed, like, someone cared enough to put that stuff out, that'd be great. That'd be a really cool thing. So okay. I don't know. Digital future, it's it's awesome. It's but awesome, hey, but but we're saying it's awesome, but apparently we're we're in the minority. I guess so. We're ready though. So try some stuff, Microsoft. We're we're willing to sit sit around and see what happens. But maybe we okay. Should... Uh, so you mentioned it earlier. Uh, Humble bundles—they're happening. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to transition to that. Um, just because you know we're we're kind of saying how great Steam is now, but I remember. Like, I, I was on board with Steam quite a while ago. Like, Half-Life 2 was the big push for Steam. Like, they were just like, hey, right. so you were, this is you out. Right, so you liked it before it was cool. Like, I, well, I did buy it digitally because I was just like, wait, they're going to give me access to all these games. Like, they did the thing really early. They were like, you get Half-Life 1, you get all the DLC, we ever, like, all the expansions we did for that. I'm, I'm so used to new terms. They were expansion packs back then. Um, and I wanted to play some of those. They had uh, Day of Defeat. They promised Day of Defeat Source, like, when it came out, they would give you that. So, like, they tried this quite early, like, almost a decade ago, and I was on board. I was just like, yeah, okay, like, that's a that's a great way to go about this. Like, I'm going to be able to play it. Um, It'll be just on this account. Like, I don't know. Like, I want to play Half-Life 2. This is a way to play Half-Life 2 without going anywhere. Let's do this. Um, Sorry, I must have missed something. What does this have to do with the Humble Bundle? Okay, well, this, like, EA is now basically making a case for Origin that people understand. They're like, hey, we're going to give you a bunch of great games. The only catch is you have to try out our service now. Um, there is a EA Humble Origin bundle going on right now. And there is a handful of stuff in there that's also on Steam. Like the five it's of the most games. of it, in fact. It's five of the games. And there's five like of the nine seven. games. Oh, okay. It's and out. the two that aren't are the ones you have to pay extra for. No, there's. I know there's three because it's Battlefield three, Dead Space three, and The Sims three. Oh, okay, pack. Maybe, okay, four of the seven. So or was it five and of the eight? Arguably, like I mean, I I was not the biggest fan of Dead Space two, but that Dead Space three, a pretty recent game, is in there. It's kind of crazy, maybe. Although it was kind of weird noticing that Dead Space one and Dead Space three are in there, not Dead Space two. So maybe that's any idea where that is. One. Maybe that's just the one people want the most. I don't know. I, I don't have a good sense of why that is, but it's it's kind of a, a weird little thing. But again, again, also like in true. Oh, there's eight. Fashion, so it's, uh, it's five of the eight are Steam. Okay, but um, I don't know. Like with some of those games, it's just like, well, I want to check this out. Origin isn't necessarily horrible. It just hasn't made a good case for itself yet. Like I've had an Origin account for quite a while, but. That's you know I've I'm a little curious about the old Republic, but I haven't actually gone down that path yet. But um, I guess the main thing was uh, Kingdoms of Amalur. I was keeping an eye on that. Um, why did I get it? I don't know. I got an Origin account at, at some point for some reason. They haven't made a good case for it yet. This is probably the most the best thing they could have done in kind of getting people to sign up for that thing. You See, know, I I, don't, I almost want to disagree because the fact that they're giving out so many Steam codes. Yeah, like I'm interested in Dead Space three, mm-hmm. but I'm not interested in Battlefield, and I understand people are. I'm really not interested in The Sims three, but like for the most part, I'm just caring that I I'm getting some really cool games on Steam again. 
Right, but either way, yeah. it's like a public, like it's like a positive thing for EA, right? Like no one's mad sure, at for sure. this. I and think like, anyone partnering up with the Humble Bundle is always positive. Right, and I mean they're they're even going one step further than most in that their cut of the thing is going to charity too. So they're definitely making this like a big PR boost, right? Like sure. it's just there's no part of this that doesn't make EA look really cool. So that okay. Is why don't we run down what the eight games are? Sure, yeah. I mean, I bought it yesterday. I'm still not 100% clear on what it was, but, I, I mean, it was Mirror's Edge, Burnout, the Ultimate Box. Um, that means Paradise. everything Burnout Paradise. Right, which I'd already gotten on Steam earlier. Just I, I had as well, great. and I've already gotten that on P- PS3. And but I've people should play that. That, on that is, like, I don't know if we've said it on here more than a dozen times, but it is uh, the racing game. So, anyway, continue down the list, I guess. Dead Space 3. Uh, Dead Space as well. I'll just try to remember them then. Battlefield 3. <laughs> Sims 3. Yeah. I, I can't load it up. My it, also, it was slowing stuff down when I tried loading it up before. Oh, okay. Um, I also don't know where we're at. Yeah, like, we've already gone over some of them. Uh, Battlefield 3, Mirror's Edge, think we're, the complete think we're package. Um, which I guess includes... Oh, Crisis 2. Oh, yeah, Crisis 2 Maximum Edition was in there, too. And we're missing one game. Um... Medal of Honor. They actually, there you go. You're right. You're totally yeah, right. Yeah, the 2010 Medal of Honor. Main thing I bought it for is I've been wanting a PC version of uh, Mirror's Edge for a while. And also just any time that they will discount Burnout Paradise, I will almost always say yes. And the fact that you can get Burnout Paradise for a dollar is the best deal I can possibly think of. Yeah, so this is definitely a good move on their part. I mean, the, the internet has routinely been really angry at EA for a long time. But this, like, I was definitely seeing a lot of positive, like, positive things being said about EA on the internet. Good for them. Like that, the humble bundle is the way to turn that message around. Um, what was the other bundle that's going on? Like, uh, uh, it's the weekly bundle. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a, I don't know what PewDiePie is. Oh, PewDiePie. It's... Is that the the YouTube guy? Maybe. Okay, there's a popular Let's Player who is controversial in his own way, but I don't know if okay, he apparently he it. picked these five games, and that's that's the thematic. That's the theme. Connection. That is all right. I did not know that was that was going on. But what is the uh, what's going uh, on? With from that? what I remember, the games are Botanicula, Mick okay. Pixel, okay, Thomas was alone, uh, Amnesia. And then something with shadow in the title that I wasn't familiar with. The showdown effect. The showdown effect. So I had that wrong. And as well okay. as like all the soundtracks. Um, okay. I think that's pretty good because I really like uh, Thomas Was Alone. Mm-hmm. I've heard great things about Botanicula. And McPixel is entertaining for a short while at the least. Yeah. And, you know, Amnesia is legendary in its own right. Yeah. Uh, that, that one's the one. You got to beat the average or whatever. So. All right. Man, I did not know PewDiePie was involved, though. That guy is controversial sometimes. Okay. He's just said some weird things, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, point, so two really cool Humble Bundles games. right now. Yeah, yeah. Definitely recommend them. I'm just going to do my, my last news story. Okay, this is we'll back yours. to the Wii U. Back um, to Wii U. A weird... So this happened uh, about two weeks ago. Okay. So before last week's podcast. Um, the Wonderful 101 got a demo that you could download. Okay. The just a weird game. thing... Uh, and I, I haven't seen this before. You can only play that demo twenty times. That, that so I got yeah. I, that I have two weird. questions. One, who's playing a demo more than maybe twice? If All you're right. playing it 
that many times, you're probably going to buy that game. Mm-hmm. And two, why is there a limit to the demo? Right. Like, it's kind of like two weird cases, because it's like, well, I don't really care that there's a limit, because who would hit that anyway, other than a crazy exactly. person? But you still kind of have to ask, like, why was there ever a limit anyway? Because that, that's kind of arbitrary and weird. So like, this kind of seems like this is the dark side of, like, digital distribution. Because you know how Apple's always like, you can only put our songs on, like, five products, and some people don't like that? Uh-huh. First off, that's a lot of products. Second yeah. off, it's like, this is a demo. It's not even the full thing. Like, I'm pretty sure Apple will let you sample its music as many times and in, in as many places as you can think of. Right. So it's, uh, yeah. I'm. This is just, like... Is this it's just like, kind it, of like a big what? What is going on? Okay, like so this isn't nece- this is not ni- like a uh, platinum game is being weird. This is like Nintendo's policy on demos. Seems to be the case. Okay. At, at least this Kotaku article leads me to think that is what's going on. Because like it's like okay. Nintendo, your restrictions on demos are silly or whatever. Like it's like I guess the notion is if you have the demo, maybe you won't buy the game ever. Which, but that but that like... I but the contradiction to that is, but we'll let you play it twenty times because that'll satisfy you. It's like who who is that person? I don't know, but yeah, like it. it if seems you're like playing, such like a... I said, you play a demo maybe twice. That is true of like adult me now. There was definitely a time in like the late '90s, early 2000s where I had this weird demo disc with like Tomb Raider demos on it, and I played the first level of Tomb Raider a bunch and the first level of that Terminator game a bunch because so it was, was it just because you couldn't have access to the rest of that game like like I was like a kid, a kid so I, d- I didn't have like the money or like the way to do that okay so it was it, like I mean this seems like a weird answer to a 1999 problem that I don't know why you'd do that like I mean I like I I've heard talk of, like, there was Quake 3 demos and Unreal tournament demos that became basically their own subcategory of people playing them because people were just like, whatever, I get this one map. I like this map. And that's all they played. And, like, they would play it online and all this stuff. So, like, if you make a demo too fully featured, there's a small chance people might just not care beyond that. Like, I think those are what we call crazy people. That is, it is a weird, crazy thing. Like, I mean, I know the Dead Rising 1 demo was really popular because it kind of just let you do stuff for, like, an hour, you know? And then you, or, or, like, it gave you, like, a certain amount of time to just mess around in the whole mall. So people were just like, this is great! And that, like, that's maybe the only thing Dead Rising some people played. But, uh, with this game, like, I don't know, that seems, seems kind of strange. Like, maybe... Like, so I guess so. What we're thinking is this is targeted towards kids who can't ha- who actually can't get the full game, right? So they can't afford it. But I just don't understand the idea of. Well, I guess you just said it. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I don't understand the idea of like. Well, y- we understand that you can't get the full game, but mm-hmm. we're still not gonna let you have as much fun as you want with our demo. Right. But if there is a subset of people who, my favorite game is the demo of this game. Yeah. I mean, it's a super fringe case, and I'm also now thinking, like, is there a way you could just kind of create a new Nintendo ID and download it again for free and then just play it again? Like, you know, does it matter? Maybe. Like, I I mean, I I inadvertently have two 
uh, gamer profiles on my Wii U, so could I just download it on the other one and play it again for like 40 times of Wonderful 101? I don't know. But I guess it's just like this demo revealed kind of Nintendo's old school. Yeah, attitude. I don't even know if this is for most demos or if it's just for Wonderful 101, but that's, this is the first I've heard of it. This is the first I've heard of it too, so that's, that's kind of strange. But um, there you go, that is a thing. Check out that demo, I guess, maybe, if you're curious about that game. It seemed cool back when it was Project 101 or whatever it was, Project 100. This actually just kind of reminded me, yeah. I remember this happened when uh, Bastion came out. Yeah. Is uh, when you got the demo of that, uh, Supergiant, the guys behind Bastion, made sure that if you wanted to buy it after you finished the demo, mm-hmm. you could pick up from where the demo left off as opposed to having to replay the first section. Right. Which is just a really great idea that I don't understand. Like, it's just, how is that not in more things? Yeah, no. You, being smart about people's time and integrating your demos into kind of a better plan, like, that's that's a very... That was, that was shrewd, I guess, but in a good way. But, um, I don't know. There you go. Weird demos. Um, last story here is one of mine. Um, it's basically just because today is Thursday, and this just dropped today, and Grand Theft Auto is a pretty big thing, so... Maybe a little redundant talk about it because everyone on the planet already knows, but they revealed their uh, multiplayer features. There was a li- another little instructional video about what they're doing with that. And I don't know what to say other than it seems like they're just kind of iterating on a lot of ideas they have built up over the years. Like the posse system from Rockstar, like uh, Red Dead Redemption's multiplayer, um, seems to have basically become the gang system that was in Max Payne 3, I believe, and now that's kind of rolling into this, too. Um, and I, maybe the maybe the slight differentiator, like, I know I played a bit of Red Dead's multiplayer, like a decent amount, maybe a dozen hours or something, um, when that came out, and there was pseudo-story type things where you'd basically attack a hideout and there'd be objectives for you to take on and whatever. Um, there seems to be a more story stuff in the multiplayer. Like, there was c- characters giving dialogue. Like, um, there, there seems to be a bit of a story component woven into the multiplayer stuff, which could be kind of cool. Uh, but the bottom line is basically just, you know, you you and some friends driving around, airplane races, uh, wave race type, uh, ski-doo racing and stuff like that. Um, People love stuff. that. People do. I don't, but... Um, there, there is uh, some sort of, uh, I guess, creation tools in there. Like, you can kind of set your own racing checkpoints and stuff on the map. Um, you can re-kajigger some vehicles and stuff in a certain area and set up your own deathmatch arena kind of thing. I don't know. Like, the, even if I think it's really neat and play it for a while, like, I will probably play Grand Theft Auto V multiplayer for maybe a week or two, even if it's amazing, because I just don't attach to multiplayer games... Sure. Like some people do, um, yeah. So that's cool. This is not the side of Grand Theft Auto Five I'm most interested in, but um, I'm 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 okay with what they've been showing. I mean, the idea of you and a bunch of friends going like base jumping essentially is kind of cool, but again, I I don't see that happening very often. Um, the other little bit of Grand Theft Auto Five news that came out this week, there was kind of like uh, conflicting reports going on. Like, some NVIDIA posting made it sound like uh, there was going to be a PC version of Grand Theft Auto V this fall. Uh, that is apparently not the case. They basically had to come out and clarify that. It's like, oh, sorry, that's just a high-profile game that's coming out that people are excited about that ended up on this list that was kind of about that. 
we didn't mean to imply that we know something you don't about whether or not it's coming to PC. We, we don't know. So it's probably Weird. coming to PC eventually. Like, people have been pointing out, like, there's, you know, a list of all the Grand Theft Auto games in the past, and they seem to always come out on PC maybe six months after. So eventually it'll probably Red Dead happen. Didn't. Red Dead did not. That is the one kind of big question mark. Like, that's the big warning sign for people, but Max Payne 3 did, and that is more recent. So, okay. it seems like all the signs are there that don't don't worry, it'll probably happen, but it, it you know, it'd be so unfortunate if it didn't, because it would, it would be the best looking version of that game, right? Because <laughs> old consoles and stuff. I'm still kind of maybe a little confused why no one is just porting this to Xbox One or PS4 or something for easy money. Maybe but, that's why they're not talking about it, is the PC one comes out alongside those ones. Maybe. Like, that like, I mean, it's a big enough game that that makes sense to me, but, uh, I don't know. Who knows? That's it for news, right? Uh, yeah, that's it, that's it for news. Okay, on to questions. Uh, if you want to send us any questions, topcomperspective at gmail.com, uh, TDP podcast on Twitter, or, uh, the Facebook page. Um, that's just Top Down Perspective. Um... Only one this week. Uh, we got one from Fabian. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on the current state of the Final Fantasy series? What is the current? St- I guess there's a lot of ports showing up on yeah, iOS. Yeah, what's currently coming out? Is it uh, um, is it 14? I mean, 15. Did 14 come out? Isn't it? Isn't it online? No, maybe. Isn't it? Isn't there a Final Fantasy fourteen that's online? I think it's still coming out. Sure. I thought like the eleven thing at and E three was like, oh, and we're doing fifteen because fourteen was still coming out. Maybe so. Yeah, what's lightning? Lightning returns, returns is also coming out. Like I don't know when that comes game. out, but that's that's thirteen three. Right, and I've never played thirteen because I just never heard anything super compelling about it. Like it, it sounded really tiresome. So. I don't know. I'm trying to think when I like my falling off period for Final Fantasy was. Like I played ten, and then I bought ten two, but I've never played it. But I've heard it's kind of fun. Um, and I own twelve, but that was kind of during the console generation shift, so it was like the last PS2 game kind of, and I didn't care because I was playing Dead Rising on 360. So. I am not really the person to ask anymore. There was definitely a period where I was way into Square Enix games. Like, I was... Like, I bought a bunch of... What was the last Final Final Fantasy Fantasy you bought? The last Final Fantasy I bought... Um... I'm trying to think if there was, like, a spin-off or something that came out. It's probably 12. Mine would have been Final Fantasy 1 for the Wonderswan. Okay. What? <laughs> From okay. Japan. That it, when? All right, all right. So that was just a hey. This yeah, is no. Here. The actual and real last Final Fantasy console. I got would have been I I want to say maybe thirteen, but I was really into the um, okay. when they were porting them up to the current more current systems. Like I have one and two on Game Boy Advance. I have four and five on Game Boy Advance. I have three on DS. Okay, I do have five on Game Boy I always Boy wanted Boy six on Game that Boy Advance, but I found that thing for a good deal. got rare really fast. It, it did, did happen, yep. though? Because that was, like, the one people love. Okay. Um, like, there was, yeah, there was definitely a period where I played a bunch of them. Like, I've played uh, seven, nine, ten, six to completion. Sorry, I was just kind of, as I recalled them. Um, 
but past a certain point, I just kind of stopped caring. Like, the, I mean, if you if you knew me in junior high, like that was I have a like shop class. I made a little Final Fantasy shelf for my Final Fantasy games. I was way up on that for a little while, but now I don't know. So yeah, that that is not. What's your what's I'm your what's your one game like? What is the Final Fantasy for you? Because for me, it's ten. I didn't. I just. I kind of gradually lost interest in Ten's story as it kept going, so I stopped caring at some point. Um, I mean, Seven was kind of that big touchstone for a lot of people, but it kind of backfired on me after a while. So I'm gonna go with Six probably, like just Kefka and all that stuff. So I guess Final Fantasy Three for Super Nintendo fans. That is probably the one that. I still look back at as being like, man, there's just this crazy cast of characters, like just this weird giant adventure. I've never played six. Like that, that was, it's pretty cool. Like at least it was. I, I don't. It could have dated horribly, but there was a lot of weird, weird stuff in there. Like I think it's really my nostalgia for that game is what made uh, Penny Arcade three cool because it's that kind of RPG. So it was just like, oh man, yeah, it's just like that. So. That is my SNES era RPG of choice. Okay. Um, but yeah, as for the current state, like I don't know, like uh, after the movies and stuff, I just kind of stopped paying attention. For me, the same. I, like um, I played a bit of thirteen, I mean, but I just I'm not great for RPGs anymore. Yeah, I mean, Brittany owns thirteen and thirteen two now, so I'm near those games. I could look at them if I get inclined, but uh, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't see it happening. I heard a lot of good stuff about twelve too, but I just didn't didn't investigate that firsthand so yeah i don't know i i am a, a little bit disinterested uh it is definitely not like the japanese developed stuff from square is not the stuff people are talking about lately like just cause and hitman i don't think anyone's that. really talking about just cause lately not well, i don't know like it it did pretty well in that steam sale and then there's that multiplayer mod people kind of excited about so i, I don't know there's a weird community for that game that thinks it's really cool, and it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so that that's it for questions this week. Um, let's move on to games of the week. Mine is uh, mine is Pikmin choice. Three. Two. Okay, Pikmin Three on the Wii U. Check it out. Um, and this week I am gonna go with Papers Please. All right. Because uh, there's there's some really cool stuff on there, so check that out. Um, I I am keen on a like I guess just because this is kicking off the week or whatever for us, like, there is a pretty high-profile game for me that I'm curious about, Gone Home. So if people want to investigate what that is, maybe. I can't say if it's good or not. I have no idea. I'm about to play it. But um, just want to put that out there as a thing people might want to... If you start seeing stuff, I've definitely seen reviews starting to pop up, and they're pretty, pretty high. So, yeah, that is a thing. Um, But yeah, thanks for... Next week, I won't Uh, be here. I'm on vacation. Oh, that's right. Okay, so next week, provided John, John is healthy, uh, it'll be us. And, um, so, okay. But, yeah, thanks for joining us. See you uh, next week. See you, see you next time. Games. <laughs>